to, well, it's kind of the Popcorn Junkies slash box set bingers because we are reviewing and reacting to WandaVision episodes one and two. Which who is, knew? Who knew WandaVision was even a thing? Yeah, I keep thinking when you say it, Mum, you say WandaVision. Well, like, I am actually sort of saying WandaVision. But it's like Wanda, as in, do you remember Wanda. that movie, A Fish Called Wanda? I do remember WandaVision. Um, Nadia was in that. No, she wasn't. She was in Clockwise. Oh, she was in Clockwise. <laughs> yeah, I love your sudden sort of strident... Um, anyway, so what is WandaVision? So for those of you who are Marvel <laughs> aficionados, this is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the first Marvel series to land on Disney+. Plus. Um, it ties into the Avengers. It fits into the whole MCU arc and uh, what are they called? Not stages, what is it? Phase. It fits into all of the Marvel phases. Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel's phases and they all interrelate and they all okay. interconnect okay. now of course for the astute we'd know that um vision played by paul bettany dies or the infinity walk is infinity his gem, War, his gem. Is in his head the, the one of the oh exactly. yes yeah and scarlet witch who is obviously elizabeth olsen <laughs> yes uh, is crestfallen and heartbroken and and what have you um so this is curious that this has come out i think at all so it's kind of an odd choice, I think, for a first Marvel series. Yeah, yeah, actually it is. For Disney, generally, as a company, because they've got The Mandalorian, Star Wars makes sense. You'd think Marvel makes sense, but why these two? But some observers have said they've kind of got nothing to lose because they're two of the, not least favourite, but they're the yeah. least sort of... Yeah, they have no... not really got much base. to them. They haven't <laughs> yeah. got much to them, exactly. They haven't got a major sort of loyal fan base, which I no. think, in a weird way, is kind of quite creatively freeing, perhaps. Yeah. Now, now Mum, yeah, you knew yeah. nothing about this as we went in to watch it, did you? Nothing. So okay. what, what did you think you were watching? Dick Van Dyke show from 40 years ago. Oh, it's interesting <laughs> you should say that, Dick Van Dyke, yeah. But and you know what, what I mean, uh, Mary Tyler Moore, that's Yeah, sort of and you hadn't seen any of the trailers or anything like seen that? seen nothing like that. In fact, I, I recognised Paul Bettany. I didn't recognise Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen at all. Mm. Um, but clearly it was, it was a sort of piss take of that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. era of, of... But we knew kind of what we were getting into. We'd seen the trailer, yeah, we'd seen hadn't we, the trailers, yeah. What were your thoughts going into it? Were you kind of uh, I mean, I was confused by the first trailer a lot. Yeah, it was very because, trippy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just figure out why and stuff yeah. but the I think it was the second trailer or the just the last one and it gave more insight into and it showed that there was like a darker layer to it because yes. I thought it was literally just a sitcom and they yeah. were kind of mm. doing it like you know um and it was interesting because we watched it first and then we've got Nan to watch it and mm, I kept yeah. saying to Maddie let's see how she reacts because it's strange it is really weird but I, I liked how weird it was once the episode had finished at yeah. first I was just like what is this but yeah, yeah. when you saw like hints of kind of a darker thing going yeah, yeah, on yeah. it's mm. like so essentially these two characters are sort of trapped within a 1950s 60s black and white television sitcom yeah. not unlike uh the lucille ball was it i love lucy yeah i love lucy uh, not unlike bewitched and so i have a really sort of distant and mary tyler Mortar. i have very distant memories of those being played on repeat but maddie mm. would have no knowledge, no of knowledge at, all. at all um so when i knew maddie was watching it i thought this is going to be a hard sell Right down the to the candle laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole candle yeah. laughter. The whole candle laughter that you don't get now, which is like no. where you have a, a audio thing of, you know, they laugh. Which is disorientating. It is disorientating. But what's, what I thought was quite clever about it was quite quickly, you began to feel, I guess because we know the characters, something clearly artificial is at work here. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the artificiality of a sitcom and them all talking in that sort of way and doing mm -hmm. all of this. Mm -hmm. 
And then just very slowly, I just felt episode one had a couple of moments where it just tightened things. Mm. And at first I thought it wasn't doing it enough. And then after watching the first two episodes, I thought it, on reflection, did it just did the right it? amount. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that moment for me was the, around the time, so you've got all the classic tropes of a sitcom, haven't you? Mm. Couple, suburbia, neighbours. Nosy neighbour. Nosy neighbours. Uh, the boss, yeah. like the bank manager. Yeah. You've got Paul Bettany at work. But behind this sort of veneer, they're both these kind of superheroes. Yeah. And there's just a sense of disorientation which crept in with them, not knowing why there was a heart on the calendar, Yeah. you know, to commemorate yeah. the day. Yeah. And then the scene around the dining table when the boss comes over mm. for something to eat. What do you think of that? I really liked that scene. I yeah. did. And I'm re I really like that actress that played the wife of him. Oh, She's yeah, in that 70s show, which is really... Ah. That's what the show's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 70s show. Oh, okay. Uh, but she was really good in that as well. But I thought, I thought that... Scene at the dinner table was really, really good. Really clever, yeah. especially as she kept saying, she kept saying stop to him, "Stop it, stop <laughs> it." It reminded me of two things that scene. Yeah. It reminded me of that get out scene yeah. where she says no. Yeah. The woman, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. You know yeah. that one. And it reminded me of David Lynch. Yeah, yeah it was. It was I, I also thought David the way Lynch. it was lit was quite like David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, like yeah. The, yeah. the black and whiteness of the black and whiteness and of course David Lynch is obsessed with suburbia so I felt yeah. I was getting but were you getting that from that? Um, you were so confused I was I've never seen a look of more sort of confusion <laughs> it wasn't until um, the dinner table bit where what happens at the dinner table happens that it actually got me I was sort right. of coasting up until that point yeah, yeah. so I was thinking well I understand all the I understand Tropes. all the references but, but what exactly right. is the point why, yeah. why are they there yeah. but then with that scene at the dinner table when she says sort of quite darkly and do something. Um, save him, she says, doesn't yes. she? Um, then I thought, oh, that was really good because somehow we're in a different dimension. Yeah, dimension. Like yeah, snapped yeah. Up. yeah. I mean, I, I think this is one of those shows that in the pre-press and the preamble, when we reacted to the trailer, it was one of those occasions, guys, uh, watchers, that when you, lots of people started to put their input into what they thought was going on. Mm. And one of the most compelling thoughts that I thought was, is, the, is this whole series potentially the skew-whiff trauma of Scarlet, of, of Elizabeth Olsen's character's um, grief, grief uh, at the loss of uh, him. And yet at the same time, the, just at the end of episode one, and we'll move on to episode two because it really, it, I can see why they've released two episodes. Yeah, yeah. You need to watch, first tip, top tip is watch both episodes. Yeah. Um, you then pull out of the television, don't you? There's that moment yeah. at the end. In fact, there's one moment in episode one where there's a bleeping red light on the toaster. Yes, yeah, it's the only colour in it. Made by... Stark Enterprise. Stark Enterprise. Stark Enterprise which is obviously Iron Man's company. Iron Man's um, dad's. Yeah. But then right at the end of episode one, it pulled out of them sort of doing that cheesy kind of head together thing. And you yes. saw someone making notes and with a kind of dial. Yeah. And so someone's watching them. They're, yeah. in, they're in something. A bit That's a Truman Show. That's Truman right, show. you did say that. Maddie, you said that. The Truman Show. Yeah, it's yeah. just like Truman well, and it's not just like it, but, but yeah, there are yeah, things. there are great. But the idea that they're artificially trapped in something, mm -hmm. and, and someone's just... controlling it as well, mm -hmm. with exactly. them not knowing. So then, episode two starts, and what were your feelings about episode two? Sort of jabbered away. Uh, I really, really liked episode I did two. Too. I thought it was because... a different thing completely, wasn't it? Episode two. Yeah, episode I also two. think because we'd settled with it from episode one, because the ending of episode one is yeah. what kind of got us. The rest of episode two was very like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was all Paul Bettany being 
stupid really. Oh yeah, a lot of it, yeah. 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 Swallowed chewing gum. He swallowed yeah. chewing gum, which kind of got, got interfered with his inner mechanisms. Yeah. I, I felt he was enjoying it so much, it conveyed it to the audience. Time. I mean, it was really funny, it was laugh out loud. Do you know, he funny. says that he's based his performance on D- Dick Van Dyke and Hugh Laurie. Oh yeah. From the yeah, you can you see it. From Black Adder. You can see stuff it. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I really liked the second episode and there was also a moment of colour as well, which was like a helicopter yes. toy. Yeah, toy she helicopter. found it in the hedge. Didn't I don't know what something? that was referenced to. No. It's always red that shows. It is always red because oh. there was blood at one point as well, wasn't there? Yes. Yeah, on a woman's hand. That's right. Yes. I really liked it. I but could... things, I think it's things that, oh no, no, because they're like, I was going to say, it, I think it's things that aren't supposed to be in there. Yeah, I think That so. have colour, but that toaster boy. I tell you, mm. I mean, by episode oh. two, by episode two, I was really, really, really enjoying how arbitrary and strange and surreal it was. And my worry, if I've got any worry at this stage, is that it's going to try and make sense, too much sense of it and sort of order of it. Mm. For example, I loved the kind of riffing on um, the Stepford Wives with all of yeah. the, the circle of friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that lovely scene where there's that controlling woman mm. who was sort of saying, oh, no, that's not the way I want to do it. And you sort of, and you can see Wanda sort of, trying to control herself yeah trying to identify with people i thought all of that was really there were moments where i felt genuinely creeped out yeah by how artificially sunny it all seemed to i was really, no i was really creeped out by the scene where it was just wanda and the woman talking and then the radio went all weird and oh, they were yes. going like wonder why are you there wonder yes and then the woman was like freaking out as well and she was going and she snapped out of it because like the whole time it's everybody around them's acting yeah. kind of normal yeah. You know? yeah yeah um so it kind of just seems like everybody's trapped in it as well even with when the wife in the first episode was going stop it stop it it's yes. like they're all stuck in there like yeah, they're getting yeah. trapped in a time loop um but i thought that scene was really really weird because then she cut her hand because she like that's gripped right. the glass to yeah her. i really that's liked right. that scene i thought it was a really powerful scene so much of that second se- second one was paul bettany doing his magic tricks wasn't yes. it? yes and um there's a sort of talent show, a local yeah talent show, and and i thought he was very good yeah. and um and it was funny. It was well, it's funny of... because he, he swallows gum. He then starts to show off his actual superpowers. Yeah. And, and Scarlet Witch is having a cover for it. Yeah. yeah. Keep landing it back in reality. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and, they, and then they go down a storm, don't they, with all the absolutely. people that they're worried they won't go down a storm with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and all of that was very, like, sort of suburban, sort of... We, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. But then, of course, then this episode, for me, there was a moment in it that was so original. And you, mm. I don't see stuff like this anymore. No. Was where they heard something outside. They went outside. The manhole cover starts to move. Oh yes, and the uh, beekeeper, beekeeper gets came out. out. That's pure I David. Love I don't that. understand that. Pure too. David. Didn't yeah. understand it. Don't get it. In the I middle of the whole episode, there was an advert for a watch, which was the Hydra terrorist organization. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, saw yeah, the yeah. name on the watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things are called Easter eggs, apparently, that they drop in at the back of, of yeah. shots oh, and everything. Okay. Yeah. People on, yeah. online go have, to have a field day identifying them. Because what, what they'll want, presumably, Disney, is for people to be able to watch it on one level, say, like Absolutely. me, that I love Lucy lot yeah. and getting something else slightly from it. Well, and then might... all the people like you guys who can see all the references. Well, it's a very, well, this is why I find it such a curiosity. I mean, less whether it's a success or not. It's such a curious one because it's neither... Com- I mean, a lot of your generation wouldn't tolerate the first episode. I'd no, that's true. Yeah. Just to get past it. I mean, I was very bullish going, <laughs> we must watch it with Disney+, Plus. we must watch it. Yeah. Um, if I mm. hadn't been that pushy, I don't think people would have gone to it. Yeah. Precisely yeah. because of that. 
And then your generation is a bit too old for it. Yeah. My generation, the Star Wars generation, is already on the Disney Plus uh, app because of Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, like, it's not Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the fact that they, they situate uh, the I Love Lucy couple in the yeah. suburban home with him in full... He is the the robot at yeah, that yeah. point, and then he has to change to come out. Yeah. Means that in that sense, it's, it, it, it's, it kept me because obviously, clearly, it's not just a suburban thing. But I think it set itself an enormously difficult I task. Do. I do. And I think, curiously, if you make yourself watch the first two episodes, it succeeds at keeping you hooked. Yeah, you need to yeah. just get through that first. Not even the, se the, like, the no. second. The second episode is from brilliant. The start. It's just the the first one. Yeah. For me, right up until that dinner scene. Yes. Yeah. Was one night. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hard work. Really and hard I would work. say the second one. It, I mean, it it works brilliantly, and we all thought it was great. But if it set itself a problem in that that scene of the magic tricks and Paul Bettany mm. sort of doing his throwaway stuff and that exists as a one. So it could have existed just on its own. On one off. And now, and they, they put things around it, didn't yes. they? Just enough for you Well, they leave us at the end of episode two with, strangely, uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character, Scarlet Witch, uh, or Wanda, uh, pregnant. Rapidly. That's right. And then the colour comes and back. And then the colour comes back to take it from the 50s, really 60s to the, to the 70s. Yeah, I really liked her. I mean, I, can she be weird? Can she be pregnant? Well, Mum, can they be... Can they be robots? And can they? I mean, you know. And this is what I do like. And I have to say, what I'm going to say here is the jury's still out somewhat. Mm. But I think I have. We have to give, or personally, I want to give Disney Plus an enormous pat on the back for being Reading so time. experimental and adventurous with something mm. with mm. such a protected brand, Marvel. So oh, in that, yeah, in that yeah, sense, yeah, I just yeah. think it's quite a gamble. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm really intrigued. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm really do you, would you want to go back to see episode three? Yeah. Yeah. And I've thought about some of the scenes quite a bit. Yeah. 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 No, I'm really, really pleased that you, you know, sat me down. And, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go, guys. You. You there me. you go, guys. <laughs> uh, I would fully recommend watching it. Do watch it. Two do episodes it, around Disney Plus. Uh, and let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We'd like yeah. to do more reviews of more of the series. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.